0: bdsm united podcast i'm Primo Hickey. thank you for joining me for another bdsm united series uh, uh, uh podcast sorry in our set knocks sex magic series it's an intermediate series where in our previous Sex magic series we wanted to show you that uh even though a lot of books tell you that it exists they don't really show you how to do it and uh we somewhat put the cart before the horse a little bit because we showed you how to do it, although you may not have had all the tools to actually do it. And so we wanted to kind of take people to another more deeper level where you can become more adept in magical practice. So talking about things that are more initiatory or self-initiatory, and we're talking about things that are uh, leading towards more self-mastery. Uh, in a previous podcast, we talked about ritual magic. And ritual magic is a great deal based on invocations and evocations. It's important to notice the difference. One starts with an E, the other with an I, an N, and uh but uh, the magician conjures the names of different spirits that can service the magician and grant different gifts or different help. The terms invocation and evocation have their origin in the Indo-European root vek, V-A-C. In the Indian tradition, there's a goddess called vek, or vek, V-A-C. She's an embodiment of this word. And is the primordial force that carries all gods. In Latin, we can find the words vocalis, that is behind the word vowel, as well as the word voco, that means to call. And this is the word that is behind the terms invocation and evocation. If we add the prefix in, we receive the word invoco, which means to call out or to call forth. Invocations are characterized by being conjurations of higher powers to make them present in a more abstract manner, while the evocation strives to call in a spirit in a more concrete way. As a first step in ritual magic, The magician must learn how to use what we like to call the magical fire. This can be done by visualizing how a fire is burning in the hands. By breathing deeply and focused and by directing the consciousness toward the palms of the hands, the magician may feel how they begin to vibrate with a strong energy. The energy can be experienced as a form of magical or astral fire. These fires can be used in most situations. They can be used to banish and cleanse oneself by draping one's aura in them, or they can be used to cure illness. In curses, the fire can be directed toward a picture of the victim, and the fire must have been loaded with an or will be loaded with an aggressive character. Only after much training will the fire become strong. The magician must be able both to see its flames and feel its heat the more kundalini that has been awakened the more fire can be raised in the hands you can see how we're kind of building one part onto the next learning how to meditate learning kundalini learning how to uh astrally project learning how to uh, now perform ritual magic. So it's a kind of building, hopefully you can see. The magician should work towards having the magical fire as an automatic ally in dreams and astral journeys. You should try dreaming about the fire. The deeper one gets into the unknown sphere, the so more important it becomes uh, to have this fire as a protection and somewhat of a weapon. If attacked by a hostile force, The fire is used to annihilate the enemy. Every time the magician experiences, experiments with and uses the fire, it becomes stronger. Just as its power increases with the awakening of this power, it can be used to awaken the Kundalini. In that case, a magician sends the fire into your root chakra at the base of the spine and draws it up through the body. This can be done in connection with astral or actual sex, where only the aura around orogenous erogenous zones is touched to receive orgasm. Light magic tends to indulge in fixation on purifications and protection circles that are somehow to defend the magician from the forces that he or she is calling. In magic, though, the magician strives to meet the forces as an equal. But at the first stages, different forms of protection should probably be used. A beginner should probably use circles for the more demanding operations, since he or she may not yet be powerful enough to encounter forces without it. One creates a circle by drawing one in the air using something like a magical dagger or a wand. A circle can also be made with chalk or coal or salt. The banishings are important in more draconian magic. They mark and delimit the ritual. They open close the gates. They can act as mental and astral projection barriers or shields. It's also important to strengthen one's energy and aura before and after more darker magical workings. If the magician is unable to free himself from negative and unwanted energy, the magical work will be far less effective and could perhaps be somewhat dangerous. Get used to purity as much as possible, both of the body and of the rope. This is very important since the spirits, both good and evil, love cleanliness. That's a quote from uh, Abram Mellon, if the magician does not follow this advice, the rituals become a hazard. Instead of contact with the desired spirit, all rituals would open up to damaging and uh, energies that could bring sickness. Often these energies take the form of thoughts and emotions magician who suddenly is struck by destructive and negative thoughts might have forgotten the banishings one of the best ways to purify oneself is to take a long bath in the water you may put something like rosemary or lavender maybe something like some epsom salt lavender epsom salt one can also dust the aura using a feather or a magical dagger any tool that you you uh, have uh, put that intention into but using magical fire is the most effective way to banish and purify oneself to awaken this fire um, it's suitable to learn that kundalini energy this fire burns away all negative energies from the aura the body in the soul and there are certain rituals that you can perform for purification i'm primal piggy thank you for joining me for this BDSM united podcast where we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about just being safe when you're practicing some of these things and the importance of Uh, Really doing before you try to invoke or evoke anything that you have worked on your previous um, tools of uh, meditations, kundalini, learning to um, project astrally. Some of those different types of things are definitely important tools uh, developing the fire that you can utilize to help protect yourself increasing your own personal power is going to be important before you try to invoke any other thing i know a lot of people lose themselves in christianity for example They, they kind of lose their mind in it because they open themselves up to this you know this who they call this Holy Spirit, or they open them up themselves up to some spirit of some kind that is higher than themselves, and um, they don't—they have not um, worked on their enveloping their own personal power, so they don't stand as equal, and they end up being consumed by those forces. They kind of lose their mind, or they get sick, or they've just become enslaved to uh some person or thing so it's important we wanted to talk about you know the necessity to actually practice and the things that we're talking about we didn't just bring them onto a podcast because they're just neat ideas these are you know uh, methodical uh things to uh, progress to work towards self-mastery, to work towards building your own personal power. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast. As we wrap up this portion again of our um, Setnox Sex Magic series, probably uh, come back again with more uh, at a different time on it, but this kind of wraps it up again. Uh, for, uh, this, like, um, I think I had 200 for the first series, and this is 300. Maybe we'll have a 400 series as we just kind of progress. But, um, I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me. You can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. Definitely look at, uh, the previous Sex Magic series. Scroll back. Find some of those things. Um, Once you've developed some of your personal power, go back and redo some of those uh, or try some of those things from our first series and just to see that you'll have better results. Uh, It was a joy speaking with you today and I'll talk with you again soon.